Welcome to Rough Girl Turned Redeemed, a podcast where real, raw, and relevant truths on faith, marriage, and motherhood are discussed. I'm your host, Stephanie Holbrook, just another Rough Girl Turned Redeemed. Let's jump in. So tell me a little bit about what you write about and all that good stuff. Tell our listeners a little about yourself. Okay. Well, um, I am a writer. I write over at Outnumbered by Sandra Samoska, and I mostly write about faith and family stuff. It seems to be, you know, I stay home with four kids, and that seems to be kind of the bedrock of my life right now. That's where everything's kind of coming together. So, so that's my main thrust, I guess, of what I share about. And, of course, anything else that sort of comes in, I'll share about that, especially as my kids grow different different things come up that we need to talk about. So what, what are the ages of your children? So I have um, a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 13-year-old. Girl, we are right there together. Mine oh, are really? 10, 7, 4, and 3. Yes. Oh, so close together. Yes. yes. It's, it's fun to have them so far apart just because you're, it feels like you're parenting you know, 50 different types all at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tell my oldest all the time because, you know, the first child's always the guinea pig. You know, mm-hmm. like it, when they get older, you know, you're going to write them a good check when they graduate. <laughs> and be like, babe, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you were the guinea pig. But I tell her all the time, I'm like, babe, this is the first time I've ever been a mother to a 10-year-old. Like, grant me a little bit of grace here. <laughs> Right. So right. Now, that's what I tell my teenager. Tell me. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, so tell me a little bit. So are, do you have boys or girls? What have you got? I've got three girls and the youngest is a boy. Shut your mouth, girl. It's we true. are right there together. Yes, I have is got. Is your youngest uh, a boy? My, no. No, my last one is is a fiery little little girl, <laughs> but uh, she she slipped in there. She's surprised, which I mean, most of my kids were surprises. But anyways, <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit now. Are you writing a book, or have you had one, or what? What's that about? So I am writing a book right now, um, and it's called Letters to Jesus, and it's seeking oh, God oh. in the messy parts of motherhood. Um, so it's oh, all about. Uh, it's all about how, you know, as moms, a lot of times we are just overwhelmed by all of the stuff that we do. And even though it's good stuff, you know, most of the stuff that we do is good stuff. Uh, it still sometimes can be hard. We find ourselves in that place where we're not really connecting with Jesus anymore. Um, we're just so distracted or or other things are happening that take our attention away or we really just don't have time to we feel like we don't have the time to devote to our prayer life or studying scripture or any of that. So, um, so the book is about how to sort of kind of reconnect to Jesus um, while you are also kind of in this chaotic life as a mother um, of children of all ages, but especially when they're little and you're, you're so on tap for all of their, uh, the, the, little minutiae needs of their day oh yes oh that sounds so good when now when will it be 
coming out? Do you know, or you're still in the in the process of being written? It's still in the process of being written. Um, I'm searching for representation, so I'm praying that God's kind of preparing the way for it, and we're just trusting in His leading for that. And then um, I, I guess we'll just see what happens. We'll see what He does with it, right? <laughs> Oh yes. Well, I don't doubt it, sweetie. Because that just the title alone—that sounds wonderful. Like I, I totally would read that book. Let me know when it comes out for sure, and then we'll have to get I you will. back on so we can talk a little bit more about it. So, could you share just a little bit of of what may be in the book? Sure, uh, sure. So basically, it all kind of started with a. I guess a revelation that I had, you know, I, I was going to Bible study. I was doing the things that you do when you're, uh, when you're a Christian. And, uh, one of my teachers was standing up there and she said, she made some comment about how, um, knowing Jesus is like having sex with your husband, which I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Hold the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that in the Bible? I don't I, I that. Yeah, I, I guarantee you right now, Sandra, all of our listeners are turning it up right now because they want to hear <laughs> how does this how is this gonna work out? But go ahead. Right? And I was like, um, back up a little bit. And those weren't the words she uses she used, but that's pretty much the gist of what she was saying. And her point was, uh, we were in um the book of John. And we were reading about um, Jesus is saying, I know the Father and the Father knows me and I know my sheep and my sheep know me. And she pointed out that that word know that's, um, that's in those verses in the Greek, it's the same word that is used when um, the Bible is talking about sex a lot of times. So like, uh, when it says in Luke that Joseph didn't know Mary until after Jesus was born, that's that same word. So the the intimacy implied by the word know is way deeper than just like a surface knowledge of, right? And so that really made me think, and that kind of started me on this path of, of okay, well, what does it really mean? Because I know my husband. We have been together for a very long time. Um, and do I really know Jesus like that? So, so that's kind of where it started. And, and then, um, I started writing letters to Jesus to try to get to know him better. Uh, and so, so the book kind of takes you through that process and in, in the, in the, and I guess in that process of doing that, of really getting to know Jesus, I started recognizing that even though I felt distant from him, he was never distant from me. He always knew um, me, even if I didn't really feel like I knew him. Where he'd been like reaching for me and talking to me and ministering to me through my motherhood, through uh, my friendships, um, and things like that. And so that's sort of, that's sort of the, the main idea of the book. And, and so the, all the chapters sort of take you through different parts of that, you know, like how, you know, the main one that we're kind of talking about today is how Jesus ministers to you through your children, because that was the first time I really started saying, oh, wait a second. <laughs> now, how, can you give us an example of how this stands out in your mind of how Jesus has ministered to you through your children? 
Because, I mean, every, all of our listeners, the majority of our listeners are either their mothers themselves or their aunts or their grandmother. You know, they are a type of mother figure to somebody in their life. So right. kind of share with us a little bit. How, how did that come about? Right. Um, so oh, there are a whole lot of examples I could give you, but um, so, so like uh, as a mother, I'm constantly having to keep up with my kids, right? I'm keeping up with all of their stuff. I'm keeping up with all of their, their preferences and their wants and their needs. I'm keeping up with their, their feelings and their worries. You know, my children come to me and tell me the things that are bothering them or that are hurting them or they're worried about. And it can be, you know, it's a blessing that we get to do that, that we have the privilege of doing that, but it's also very exhausting. And Mm -hmm. so, I I started thinking about, you know, what does this mean to be this keeper of all of the things with my children? And it, and it led me to um, that Psalm and I'm going to misquote it because I don't have it in front of me. I think it's 121 where it's talking about, you know, I lift my eyes to the hills and where does my help come from? And, and throughout that Psalm, it talks so much about how God is our keeper, how God keeps his people, that God doesn't slumber or sleep. And, and really God was telling me through that, you know, you are keeping the stuff for your kids, but I'm keeping you and really I'm keeping your kids too. (laughs) And so just that, that recognition that I'm not doing this alone, you know, I mean, obviously I have a, I'm very blessed to have a supportive spouse, but, but you know, it sometimes feels like a heavy weight on your shoulders. Yes, it absolutely does. And I love how you said you know, we know our children's preferences because, I mean, like, this is something I'm definitely going to, to journal about after I get off the phone with you. But, I mean, I just think about, it, like, I know Nona, my daughter Nona, she she wants mustard on her sandwich. Mm-hmm. And Maria does not want mustard on her sandwich. <laughs> like, she will gag. She is a mayonnaise yep. eater. Nona does not like mayonnaise. It's vice versa. And it's like how I know all of those things. And it just, it's mind-blowing because God, God knows all of those things with us, with all of his children. And whereas I can look at something, I would say, you know what, because my oldest daughter, she she has ADHD and she's dyslexic. I can say, you know what, this would not be a good environment for Amaria. She would not thrive in this, you know, schoolroom Mm -hmm. setting. But I can look at Nona and say, she would thrive. And it's like, just be and that good mother, like God is that good father to us. He yeah. is absolutely that good father to us. Give us another example because that was just absolutely beautiful. Give us another. <laughs> keep on, keep it coming, girl. Tell us some more. So we, I can look at my babies and be like, y'all going to teach me some Jesus today. It ain't about me teaching <laughs> no, you. Jesus. It's about teaching me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, well, another example I've found with my kids is, you know, they also – I want to be like their safe place, you know, so that they can come and talk to me if, if something's wrong or something's going on. And so they'll bring me these hard questions. And, and I don't always feel necessarily qualified to answer them. Either I haven't really done the deep thinking that is required to answer some of it in a, in a, a, a discerning and wise way, or, or maybe I've avoided those topics because they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but my kids, you know, they don't, they don't care about the uncomfortableness or, or my own hangups on them, right? They are like coming to their mom because they want truth. And so 
God has really shown me through some of these hard things that my kids have gone through that that I need to kind of uh, be buried in the word so that I can answer some of these things. And I don't know all the answers, obviously, and I'm my first priority is to, to point them to him, but I need to give them something. And I want to make sure that what I'm giving them oh, is yes. from, you know, is, is biblically sound. So, so, so Absolutely. for example, for example, I had uh, one of my daughters, she struggles with um, like an anxiety kind of thing. And so she'll she'll get herself really worked up and she won't be able to sleep. And she's just she's very miserable. It's very it's very sad. And, and it's hard for her because she's trying to rest and she's trying to calm her mind and she just can't do it. And and, you know, so I I. I would try all these things, you know, I would, okay, well, let's take a warm bath or let's um, sing, you know, we'll sing together or we'll tell a story together or something. And I said, um, I said, okay, baby, have you prayed about it? <laughs> Which I, I'm a little embarrassed to admit that was one of my last resorts, but I asked her that, well, have you prayed about it? And she said, mom, I've prayed for God to take away the pain and he won't. And I just, like, that stopped me in my tracks, Stephanie, because I know how that feels. Like, you know, that that feeling of, God, I've been praying to you about this, and you're not fixing it, and you're not taking my pain, and I don't like it, and are you even listening? You know, that feeling of, has are you, have you abandoned me? Are you not there? And so in that moment with my daughter, you know, God really was showing me that, it's not about asking him to take the pain. It's about getting close to him and leaning into him and praying for his presence rather than praying for him to fix your problem. So uh, that uh, Sandra, girl, okay. <laughs> Woo, I almost, I almost rescheduled with you again. For our listeners that don't know, um, I had scheduled with Sandra to go to to record this episode at 10 o'clock. Well, my therapist called. We needed to move my appointment up to 10 o'clock. And so I reached out to Sandra and I said, Sandra, can we please move it to 1230? She said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I almost rescheduled with you again, Sandra, because <sighs> the the meeting that I was in earlier with my therapist, I also, I struggle with anxiety. I'm not going to say I struggle anymore. I'm surviving with anxiety yeah. and depression. And mm-hmm. I literally was sitting on my floor with my back against the wall, crying, crying out to God, Aww. asking him to just please, if you could just take it away. And not not just right. take it away, but like maybe not even just take away. If you could just give me a date on when I will be healed from this because it's right. exhausting. It is so yeah. exhausting. And then for you to say that, like, oh. That is exactly what I needed. I'm so glad I didn't reschedule this. Like I needed to just to hear you say those words because not only are you mothering and loving on your baby, you are loving on me right now, girl, because I need to that. But anyways, go ahead. So you told her it's about the presence, praying to mm-hmm. be with be with me in the pain in the be have your presence here in the pain. I absolutely right. love that present in the pain with me lord absolutely mm-hmm. mm. that's gonna be my Good. prayer now girl you know <laughs> i love it okay keep going i'm sorry I just, that was, it was a god thing i felt like it needed to be said said go ahead that's good 
good. No, so, I mean, I could probably give you billions of stories just like that about how God has been just like, you know, he's been saying, no, this is me. This is who I am. And you can look at your kids and you can see who I am and how I love, how you love them is how I love you. And I'm sure so many uh, parents of, of children can relate to that, the, the God, the Father, you know, he loves us so much. So in your book, that is what is going to be in your book, like moments like that. Right. Lots of moments right. like that. Um, but also, so one of the things that I, I really want to do is because it was so helpful to me, and it sounds like you do a little bit of this too, because you said you journal. Uh, it was it was so mm-hmm. helpful to me to write uh, letters to Jesus and to talk to him like real talk. Okay. <laughs> like, this is how I'm feeling. And I'm kind of upset that you're not taking this away. And, you know, just like being honest with him, but also asking him to show me the places where he was present if I wasn't recognizing it. Uh, so, so part of the book will be helping uh, people who read it to to do that themselves to you know with like kind of prompts you know dear Jesus you know these are the places where I'm not letting go these are the places where I'm not trusting you with my kids these are the places where I'm not trusting you with myself you know just like rec- like tell them this is where I'm not trusting you <laughs> oh my gosh Sandra you are golden baby I love this interview yes so I okay I've got to tell you have you reached out to Bruce Barber with Barber Publications. Uh-uh. No. He would eat this book up. I have no doubt in my mind he would eat this book up. Um, where are you okay, at? You're in Texas, um, aren't you? Right. I am. Okay. See, and I met him at a writer's conference last year in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And mm-hmm. he that these are the kind of books that he, he really goes for. And I just, I, I, t- I absolutely see your book being something that he would jump on. Um, so definitely, definitely uh, look him up. Look him up and see if, you know, make a proposal to him. But anyway. I will. Um, I'm running down. So how, how long has this book taken for you to write? Like, I mean, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about like a few months you've been at it? Are we talking about a couple of years, a year? How long have you been at this? Where, got, like when it dawned on you, oh my gosh, I need to write this right. down. Yeah, like, this no, is some I, good stuff. I got the idea um, in, let me think, it was in the spring of, I guess it was this year. No, last year, because this is only 2020. No, <laughs> it was the spring of 2019. I kind of started getting the idea about it. And then um, I tend to be not a jumper Um you know, when God lays something on my heart, I tend to be kind of like, a, mm, are you sure? Maybe confirmation. I'm like one of those Gideon with the fleece kind of things. Um, maybe oh, 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 just oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> show me 15 different ways that this is what you want before I actually try. I and so, <laughs> so I kind of sat on it and let it sort of simmer and stuff like that for a while. And then I really started seriously you know, sitting down, rolling up my sleeves, writing things out. Um, I guess maybe maybe late summer is probably when I did that. Maybe early fall once the kids started school again, and then uh, and then it's kind of 
taken shape as I've gone. And um, but a lot of the stories, because like I said, because my journey of of trying to get to know Jesus started years ago, a lot of my stories have, you know, been from then. And some of them, you know, you'll see pieces of them on my blog. If you've ever followed any of my writing, you'll see pieces of some of these stories in there. Not all of them, but just because God's really been kind of teaching me this lesson for how old is my oldest? 13? <laughs> 13 years. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Well, tell me a little bit about this. So when did you become a Christian? Like when did you give your life over to Christ? Hmm. So um, I did not grow up going to church. My family, uh, we were, I would say, Christians in that we didn't worship anything else. And we weren't atheists, mm-hmm. but it was a very... Um, not really Christian in name only because I don't want to denigrate my family life or anything like that. And and both of my parents had come from Christian uh, homes, but but we weren't we didn't talk about Jesus around the dinner table. Okay, that is not something that we did. And so I would say I was a distant <laughs> Christian. Um, and then really in um, the end of high school and through college, I started um, really getting to know him more through my my boyfriend at the time, and then I later married him and um, my roommate. And my it was funny. My boyfriend, we started dating in high school. So my husband, we started dating in high school, and he said, "I knew you liked me because when I invited you to church, you said yes." Oh, blessing. <laughs> that is so sweet. I love it. Yeah. So, but I will say that um, the day that my oldest was born and holding her in the hospital, that's when I finally understood for God so loved the world. He gave his only son because I thought, uh-uh, uh. I would not. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, girl. Mm, that'll bring me to my knees every time, every time. Um, I thank you so much, Sandra, for coming on. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners before you go? You are finding yourself in a place where you're not feeling connected to God. If you're finding yourself not connecting to Jesus, I would say ask him, pray to him to reveal himself to you in your day-to-day life. Like you don't have to um, be the good you know, person that goes to all the Bible study and reads your Bible for five hours every day. You don't like, you don't have to do that. God's going to meet you in your family and your kids and you're going and then you're coming. And so just, so just be honest with him and ask him to show himself to you. And I, and, and he will, he's very faithful to do that. It's like, I know for me, when you see God once, you start seeing him more. Kind of like when you didn't, so you're like, oh, I'm going to buy this car because nobody has this car. So you get the car and then while you're driving through town, you realize there's like 20 different people with the same car as you. <laughs> like, because you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know your car. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like that with God and with like Jesus, seeing him in your life, you're like, okay, you see him and then you get to know him and then you start seeing him everywhere. So, um, so true. Thank you so much, Sandra, for coming on. And, and tell our listeners where they can find you. I know we can find you at Outnumbered by Sandra Samoska. Is it Samoska? Am I saying it right? It's Samoska. 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 Gotcha. All right, it's Sandra a Lithuanian Samoska name. <laughs> a what? It's, it's a, a Lithuanian. My husband's family is Lithuanian. 
Where is that? It's kind of uh, Eastern Europe, uh, Czechoslovakia. Well, it's not Czechoslovakia anymore, but right over there, Czech Republic and Slovakia, all over there. Is yeah. that like Russia? Um, well, it's 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 Eastern Europe, not Russia. Lithuania is a um, a country over there. So, girl, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you right now. You could take me down the road and put me out, and I would not find my way back home. I'm horrible with directions, but I do got a big old world map <laughs> on my classroom walls. I'm gonna look at it, and I'm gonna see if I can find it. But I see like it. I like find the it. Moscow. <laughs> exotic Moscow. Thank you so much for coming on, Sandra. And like I said, listeners, if you would, please go give Sandra a like and a follow at Outnumbered. Absolutely breathtaking. I cannot wait for this book to come. You got you got to do it, Sandra. I'm doing it. You got to do it for all of us mamas. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, girl. All right. Thanks, Stephanie. Ladies, that was a wonderful episode with Sandra. If you haven't, go give her a like and a follow. And also, if you haven't and you enjoy what you hear here weekly, please review and subscribe. Until next time.